0: เอก
1: 至於渡 <electrifiedOU-2> <son-3> Touching
2: the Lucon Home, Monkoy เจตลีกตตมาเต่ารู้เจ้าเนบึเลยจะ <coughs> A talk to 嘉sia, a paper at the low water, the Taipei Saint. Had <laughs> the 好呢, got low, ha, 高, a
3: paint
2: a Payton Yon teacher, no, pay Kumua, get her The being both, bear to Mundolo
1: Pay
3: um.
4: However, to be to La John Sheide bei and to the police department e do Gangangolo, that she told hãy 在
1: Good community members, organizations. We are here today because we are concerned and we want changes
2: so every person of different skin color can be treated with equality. We want to address our concerns and show our support to Chua Zhang. We, as community leaders and members, are deeply concerned about the incidents which involved Kum Rapids law enforcement, K9, and Chua Zhang, an 80-year-old Hmong grandmother. The actions and outcomes of the officers on February 5, 2017, is too serious. This should warrant a public apology of the incident. We, the Hmong community, call upon the city's police department and mayor's office to investigate the actions the police officers took and take appropriate authority to Impose necessary discipline and institutionalize cultural competency within its department in response to the incidents where this old grandmother was attacked by police dogs in her own backyard in the city of Cho Chojang, we are here with you. We understand your pain. The community understands your pain. You did not deserve to be dragged to have dogs set up on you. You are a victim of the institutional bias and discrimination. The officers could have treated you with respect. The officers could have treated you humanely. You are someone's mother. You are someone's grandmother. If you were the officer's grandmother, would they have treated you differently? We want changes. We do not want the skin color of the grandmother to decide how she will be treated. We want to extend our hands to the city of Coon and the Coon Police Department. To build a relationship and make changes so that this does not happen again to every one grandmother. Thank you.
5: Now, Sean Benjamin Gallagher. Thank you, sir. Good afternoon. My name is Benjamin Gallagher. I'm an attorney at law. And I represent Shua Zhang. Those whom we, as a diverse community, have trusted. With our safety and well being, continue to test our patience and exhibit a lack of understanding of our trust with assaultive, dehumanizing, and traumatizing behavior toward the most vulnerable of us. Shua Shong is an 81 year old widowed grandmother, who has also lost her only son. She was brutally attacked by a police canine last Sunday while minding her own business. Thank you. Sure. While minding her own business at her own home. After being attacked and bitten by the dog, and after having been identified as an elderly long woman, she was further traumatized, humiliated, and injured physically by being dragged across frozen ground to a squad car, sustaining injuries to her legs in the process. Rapids Police Department's immediate response to this situation, according to video we have seen in social media, was to position itself, to declare itself the victim of unfortunate circumstances, to declare its actions not worthy of any investigation or review, and in the words of Chief Wise, to want the public to be able to put themselves in the positions of the officers. This response is evidence of a broader problem. It is disappointing and it is troubling to my client, to her family and to the residents of Coon Rapids and beyond. We are conducting a thorough investigation into this incident. We encourage the city and the police department to abandon its hubris and to do the same. Thank you. Watch out. Thank you.
6: Thank you all for being here today. Um, I want to acknowledge all of our allies and uh, friends and supporters today here. Um, 18 the Hmong American for Justice, Asian American Organizing Project, Rad agents, NAACP, Black Lives Matter, um, the African American Leadership Council, and so many others here today to stand with the Hmong American community and to stand with the people of Coon Rapid today. Now, this should not happen to a uh, old grandmother, regardless of, of race or neighborhood or where they are from. Now, the people of Coon Rapid deserve a better department that will show all its citizens with dignity and respect. Uh, to Troy and her family, this is so uh, undeserving uh, of the, what happened to you. Your generation was a generation that fought alongside the Americans during the secret war. Uh, it was your, uh, your generation that brought us here to this country so that we could be educated, so that we could become contributing American citizen it is the Hmong Americans and people of color in all communities of this community that buy houses here, they do businesses here, um, they, they live and they thrive here, and they deserve a better department. I represent the Ward 1 and St. Paul City Council. I have constituents who have families, aunts and uncles, who lives here, who bought the home here, who goes to church here, and they are concerned. If this could happen to an 80-year-old grandmother, what worst scenario could happen to someone that is not 80-year-old? And this is something that we must come and turn with. And the way that this we can restore this trust is that we must have an independent investigation from the BCA to ensure that there's transparency and accountability in the police department and the city of Coon Rapid. And this is not an isolated incident all across our country, all across the state. How law enforcement treat people who are disabled, treat elderly people, (laughs) treat people with mental health issues its unacceptable. and We must stand with them. They are the most vulnerable people in our community. I stand with all the people in Coon Rapid and all the elders and the Hmong American leaders here today that we will seek justice and we will get justice. As an elected and even police officer, every day we pledge our legion to this country to seek justice and liberty for all. We should not be, police officers should not be the one creating injustice and taking away people's liberty.
7: Thank you. Um, I'm gonna start by saying I do stand in solidarity The Monga-Asian community is injustice. First thing I thought when I seen was this one was 82 years old. And I thought to myself, well, somebody's gonna be held accountable for this. It's not gonna happen again. And then I hear the police sergeant say, the officer followed exactly the protocol. Sir, you need to change the protocol. You need to change the protocol. Over and over and over again, I hear, and everywhere I go, I hear, they say, well, we want to build trust within the police community. We have to start by building accountability before we can build trust. We have to build accountability. There can't be no more tasing. It can't be no more sickening your dog on 82 year old women. It can be no more mason. It can be no more beating. It can be no more killing of people. (laughs) Innocent people. At the taxpayers' expense. It seems like to me every time we have this gathering, it's us asking for justice. And I said us. Just us. That's what it is. Just us asking for justice, just the Hmong community, just the African-American community, just the Puerto Rican, the Mexican community, the Somalis community, just us. I stand in solidarity and I say, I want justice for justice. We have to stop this cycle, man. Every time you have this problem, the first thing the police departments do is go into defense mode and try to defend the bullcrap that they keep doing. You sent your dog on the 82-year-old woman! There's nothing wrong with that! If you think it's nothing wrong with that, Sergeant, you have the wrong job. Your officer was a coward who did not want to do his job that day, so he sent his dog in there to do the job for him. Now just imagine for a minute if the shoe was on the other foot and that lady shot that dog. Now she's charged with killing the animal on her property when you violated her property. Lord, help us. Help us. Everybody out here in this crowd see there's a problem. Only people that don't see there's a problem is the people behind us in this police department. I have a problem coming here because the first name is Coon in this city. That's how they treat us, African-American men, when we come to Coon Rapids. They treat us just like that name, Coon. This is one of the the sundown towns that black men don't travel through, actually. We don't travel through Coon Rapids. We are scared for our lives from these terrorists in this building behind us. That's a shame. Ask yourself this. Ask yourself this question. If you accept this for an 82-year-old woman, if you won't accept this for an 82-year-old woman, Stand with me. If you accept this for an 82-year-old woman, there's something sick in your mind. She was dragged. I mean, she didn't even get i I'm sorry from the police department. Y'all would be screaming I'm sorry and taking cards, flowers, balloons, candy, all kind of stuff to that woman in the hospital. There was a crime committed here by the hands of the police department. Help us, Lord, help us. Nobody see this? Nobody see this but us,
8: this crowd here. I want justice! Yes! Thank you. Hi, good afternoon. Uh, I'm here to demand justice for Chua Hyung. I'm also here to share stories to remind us and to connect the dots of police brutality in our communities. The Rock police chief, Jeff Wagner, had stated that his officers were following protocols and no further investigation would be pursued. They also set a tone that if people who are limited English speakers or who don't speak English and people with disabilities who are hard of hearing or deaf, if they don't respond to the police English commands, they will use dehumanizing force without further investigation, even if you're a threat or not. This is wrong and this is not okay. The mainstream media and police chief have controlled the critical details of this incident to neutralize it. Details Cho Hyung shared on a couple of local Hmong news channel how the police use aggressive and dehumanizing force on her even if, after she had cried out. Choi Hyung is not the first person to be treated this way by the police. Let's remember Fong Lee, who was shot and killed by Minneapolis police in 2006. Let's remember Jamar Clark, who was shot and killed by Minneapolis police in 2015. Let's remember Map, Map Kong, who was shot and killed by Burnsville police in 2016, let's remember Philando Castell, who was shot and killed by St. Anthony police officer in 2016, let's remember the native and indigenous people who were fighting at standing Rock right for their land and water rights who face harm by the police. <laughs> Lastly, i like to share a personal story that hopes to inspire you and spark conversation with your family and community to end police brutality and abuse. One of my elders in my family told me that of her distrust with the police when I was having a conversation with her about police brutality, Jamar Clark and Black Lives Matter. She told me that this happened over 10 years ago. She was driving her husband to work on a snowy day as she drove out of the parking lot. A cab drove by and hit her bumper. The police arrived on the scene. My elder thought that the police would come there to help her document the accident, but instead the police officer spoke English to the female white cab driver. Thinking that my elder would not you know, understand English, but my elder did. The police officer had told the cab driver that he won't document the incident because it was not worth the trouble. That the cab driver would face jeopardizing her job for an old car, which that's something she wouldn't want. From that day on, my elder did not trust the police again. Police brutality and abuse is not new and has happened countless times to our Hmong, Asian, Black, and African, Native, Indigenous, and Latino communities. And those who now in these political darker times that face even greater danger and harm are our family members, peers, colleagues, and community members who are limited English speakers with disabilities, who are gay, lesbian, bi, trans, and queers, who are refugees, immigrants, and undocumented people. Let's continue to show up and speak up against police brutalities in our communities and demand justice for Chua Xiong. Thank you.
9: Good afternoon. I stand on behalf of the Minneapolis NAACP and those who believe in freedom, justice, and equality with Ms. Chua Xiong and the Hmong community. Police violence is an issue that many of us have been fighting for a long time, and it will not end until we stand up for justice, we stand up for what is right, and we demand accountability. We should have heard from the mayor of Coon Rapids and city council members after this incident happened, letting people know that they do not condone attacks of an 81-year-old woman in the city of Coon Rapids and the fact that it was completely unacceptable. We should have received an apology from the Coon Rapids Police Department, the chief in particular, not a half apology, justifying the terrible conduct of the officers in question and the dehumanizing treatment of Ms. Chua We should have received a full apology. Beyond that, we echo the call for an independent investigation into this incident. We also call upon Governor Dayton to speak out about this incident. We have seen our governor speak out about different issues. We know that he spoke out after Philando Castile was killed, and we're expecting him to speak out on behalf of Ms. Chua-Jung. We're expecting our DFL legislators who come and knock on our doors, including the doors of the Hmong community and other communities of color asking for our vote. But in times like these, when people in our community face dehumanizing treatment, they are nowhere to be found, and that is completely unacceptable. Their silence as lawmakers play a role in what's happening. There should be legislation that prevents these types of incidents from happening. Our state government should be willing to investigate these incidents instead of leaving it up to the discretion of local police departments that we know will rubber stamp misconduct on the part of police officers. It's completely unacceptable and we are tired of it. We send our greetings and our prayers and our support to Ms. Chua and her family and the trauma that she has experienced at the hands of the Coon Rapids Police Department. And we ask the community, all communities of color, to stand in solidarity with the Hmong community. And we ask our white allies to recognize that this is a problem that affects you too. That 81 year old grandmother could have been anybody's grandmother. So we ask that you not be silent and complicit and not continue to expect the system of justice to work because it's not designed to work on behalf of those who are marginalized and oppressed. And your silence allows this type of oppression to continue. So I want to thank the Hmong community for standing up. The African-American community is right there with you. And we support you all in whatever you need.
10: And I'll be brief, because I think everything has been said. But as the president of the African-American Youth Council, representing both my organization, but the Saint Paul Branch, the NAACP, and the Saint Paul Black Ministry Alliance, We stand here united with our brothers and sisters from the Monk community. One thing that we've said for years in our community, we've had dogs put on us the last 500 years. So the dog thing is nothing new to black people. So welcome to our world. But we must say to every police department, they have to value our humanity. They do not value us as people. They see us as animals. They treat us as an animal. But we must stand united together in any injustice, An 82-year-old grandmother—not somebody 24, 25, 40, 82 years old—they've done that to an 82-year-old white woman. So, until we make them value us, and Sister Nakima said it, they want our votes, they want our tax dollars, but they don't want to represent us and treat us as humans. So, but they won't get respect that we demand it. We have to demand that respect from them. So for Ms. John and her families and all of our communities, we must say no to this injustice, because nobody's grandmother, at 82 years old, be dragged by a dog. We're talking about a dog on a human being. Her life will never be the same as a result of this hideous incident. So we stand united, as always, with our Hmong brothers, and citizens from St. Paul and the Hmong community to the end. So thank you.
4: I represent Brooklyn Park as their newly elected city council. And we are the neighboring city. My heart goes out to Chua and her family. But I have to say that this incident is something that can very much likely happen in our city, in Brooklyn Park. We're the second most diverse city and I think that it's really important as elected officials, as the police department, especially the chief of the police, to in every city in the state of Minnesota and across the country, to really take this case and say, could this happen in our community? It is very likely that it can. And so instead of taking this case and saying, as a police department, we are in defensive mode, we're not going to take accountability for what we did we're not going to change our policies we're not going to evaluate our protocols instead take this case and say this was wrong this was unjust and we as elected officials as a police department as leaders in our community are going to use this case as a way for us to improve our policies improve our protocols, so this does not happen to people that live in our community that we're supposed to protect. One of the things that disturb me the most is we have a large population of our community that are the most vulnerable people, people who don't speak English, people who are deaf, hard of hearing, people who have disabilities, people who have mental illness. And what are we doing to protect these people? When we go out in the community, we're supposed to serve and protect them. This is a question I would like every single police department across the country to think about and to evaluate within their department. I know that when I go back to Brooklyn Park, is the number one thing I will have a discussion with in my police department my city. Thank you. Well,
11: first, thank you, everybody, for coming here tonight. Uh, and Andrew, who is Cindy? Uh, and I'm a board member of Kong Americans for justice. As my thing. Fixer. Okay. So we demand that the mayor conduct an independent investigation on this case. We demand policy changes where officers have better training, cultural competency, because unleashing an attack on an 81-year-old woman should not be considered appropriate behavior or following protocol. We demand answers of why after being identified as an elderly 82-year-old woman who did not fit the description, who was no longer a threat, and was then dragged by her hands like an animal for over 100 feet and shoved to the backseat of a police vehicle. What were you scared of at that point? And at the very same time, dehumanizing her, humiliating her, because her pants were falling off as they were shoving her into the backseat of their vehicle. I stand here and I demand these answers. But as a community who has seen this too often, we know these answers, and they are a very obvious poor policy: for police officers who don't have appropriate training and its racial bias. And I stand before you, all of you, as a concerned citizen, as a Hmong woman, and as a, as an American and we can do better than this. And time after time the community has risen up in very obvious outreach and in tears and I'm and I'm tired. And a very strong, beautiful black woman, a poet, she said, I'm tired of filling in the blank of new victims every day.
6: Thank you. It's, a, uh, it's regrettable that we stand here having this conversation. And President Boo and I have been talking uh, for the last few days. And I've also been talking with the police chief and extend that uh, warm the ability to sit with President Vu and the Klan, 18 Klan members, and I'll help organize that sit-down so that we can have healing to this community and healing to what happened on Sunday. It's a regrettable uh, issue that we're dealing with, and President Vu, I extend my uh, support and help for you and, and the Klan members and to the family. Uh, I'm very sorry that this happened, and and uh, let's sit down and, uh, and foster that, that moment that we can move and, and beyond and, and start healing uh, as a community, make sure that uh, incidents like this don't happen again in the future. So I give that to you, President Wu, and, and to the rest of the community. So thank you. What else you did like? Thank you, brother and sisters.
0: Good afternoon. My English might not be so good, but I can speak Monglish. And I hope you understand. I am Hmong human rights activist from the Hmong community. I'm here today because the incident that happening to Chua Shaw, a grandmother. When I found out, and when I found out and I heard, she was an elderly woman. And for me, what's really going through my head? When the police receive a call, yes, I understand they're doing their job. When the neighbor, neighbor call, I understand. Yes, they see something unusual, they will call the police. We appreciate that. But what I don't understand is when the officer come and the officer found out that somebody is in the shed, The officer give her a verbal command and there's no response. And she's cleaning her shed, believing that she's in her property, not knowing that anybody's outside. To the officer, maybe just sounds like raccoon or sounds like a dog. Make a whole bunch of noise, if there is a crime, when the officer gives a verbal command, this person will come out, will act differently. But you know what? I'm also shocked that when the dog get into the shed and attacked the woman, the grandma, and she was calling, and screaming, and crying. The police officer already know there is a grandmother. Right. There is a grandmother. It's an elderly grandmother. Right? And if the officer kid so much what he's doing, you know what, remember, police officer is also known as a peace officer. Right? right? Yeah. And how come the officer released the second K-9, huh? The second K-9. And tried to rip her off the same thing in the shed until drag her out of the shed. And when they already discovered that she's an elderly woman, that's enough. Does she has a gun, Does she has a horn, Does she has a big T, that will be dangerous. But look, number one, she's an elderly person. Number two, she doesn't speak English. Number three, she has a problem with hearing. You see, Is that necessary for the police officer to twist uh, her arm between her back? Is that very necessary that the police officer grab her arm and bend to the top of her head and drag her from her backyard and to the front yard and to the police squad car? What the hell is that? What kind of show is that? And her skirt is on the floor. What kind of pervert is that? Huh? You know what? Dai that I told remind me one thing. The Mong people come to this country for a very special reason. Anybody know where Lima site 85 is? Lima Site 85 is known as a Pupaki. United States radar that station in the Lima 85. Many people sacrificed thousands of lives to protect the radar in North Laos, so that radar can pinpoint target in North Vietnam. For the U.S. Air Force to bomb, that's number one job. Number two job is when the United States pilot or Air Force got shot down. If they make a left turn, they go to the ocean. Right, they make a right turn. The Moon people are the ones that Satan. That's the second job. Lima Site 28. Anybody in there? No. That's Long che, CIA headquarters. That's where the Hmong people station. Okay, so, besides that, the last one is Hong Chi Minh It's also known as the enemy supply line that Coming from North Vietnam to South Vietnam through love. It's our job is to cut off the enemy line. We sacrifice thousands of people to try to cut off the enemy line. That's what our job is. And you know what? We dug a whole bunch of bullets. we been chased by animal. We got shot at We've been through so much, traumatized. And we come to this country for peace, for a better life, for a better living, better education. And that's why we are here. But you know what? You know what? Today, I found we are facing a different situation. How are we going to deal with that? You know what? These people live in this Kun Rabbit. We have some more people live here. We are working class people. We pay our tax. Our tax is paying for this police department. Paying for the city employees. That's how they treat us. You know what? I'm shocked. 2004, I was the one that walked from the state capital of St. Paul, Minnesota to Washington, D.C. to raise awareness about the Hmong people in Laos over 2,000 miles. So you know what? I'm here. I want to thank you very much for the opportunity, the time. I wish I knew i name, but thank you very much for being here to support the Hmong community.
1: Thank you all. Thank you. All right, Welcome to some. sir. Mm-hmm.